guys. Welcome to the Follow Me Podcast. I'm Allie Grant, the founder of Be Social, and my co-host is Cole Mosier. Each week, we're inviting influencers, entrepreneurs, and the digitally savvy to share their social media story. We're going to be breaking down how they've grown their business through their social footprint. So join us as we follow along on their journey. Hey guys, welcome back to the Follow Me Podcast. I am so excited about today's guest. Longtime client, total babe, inside and out. Mm -hmm. And she is such a little badass. Um, And she's really exciting times ahead of us. Yeah. Ahead of her, us. (laughs) We're one and the same with the hills coming out soon. Um, All right, Cole. So let's get into this. What was your viral moment of the week? My viral moment would have to be that I've been rocking my natural curly hair. You say that every (laughs) week. Someone get me a new co-host. This is out of control. <laughs> Have I really said that I before? I think so, yeah. Wow. Okay, guys. It's a big thing for me. Yeah. Well, what did you see on the internet? <laughs> um, I saw, actually, this was one of our very own Be Social sisses. Oh, um, One of the girls that works here, she posts, well, I noticed she always had the most perfect eggs like actual eggs. Oh, I was like, just my head went to like <laughs> ovarian eggs. <laughs> no, like she always comes in and it's like the perfect egg yolk. It's like not too runny, not too hard. Anyways, she posted on her stories that she has this little egg cooker. Cooker changed my life. Wow. I have the best eggs every day now. So that's what I saw on the internet. The power of a micro my, influencer. Yeah. And that could be my viral moment too. The curly hair and the eggs, so. Okay. Yeah. What about you? in your hair. (laughs) Um, And then what about on the flip? Something bad happened this week to you? Um, Did we talk about your phone last week? We talked about (laughs) me falling. No, I would say probably just uh, moving's a bitch. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. So I have boxes everywhere. I feel really unsettled. Oh, I hate feeling unsettled. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Um, All right. (laughs) You going to ask me any questions? (laughs) What about you, Allison? So what I saw on the internet, um, obviously saw all the Hills press stuff that's going on, which is yeah. really exciting for Caitlin. Um, also, a really cool thing that happened today in our office, um, one of our talent managers, Sarah, she got her clients like a full six-page like, yeah, spread in incredible. Cosmopolitan magazine, and she was like showing it around the office today. That's really like in print, but yeah. also online-ish. Um, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and then my viral moment, or was that my viral moment? That could be your viral moment. Yeah, that was both of them <laughs> put together. Oh, we had a motivational speaker come in our office this past week named Stacy Gorin. Um, and she gave us this really cool speech. And I like literally recommend any small business have someone like this come in and just speak to your mm-hmm. staff. One of the things I took away from that was to project confidence authentically as a leader. And I just like really loved that. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, stop saying sorry, stop Mm -hmm. apologizing and like be confident in the things you're saying and doing. It was so cool because she actually listed out if you, she gave us these little like spiral notebooks, but she listed out all these like resources, like podcasts and books. And I've been listening to the podcast. It's incredible. Yeah. It's been so cool to kind of follow up with it. We could actually maybe even do like a story series on our Be Social Instagram and kind of give people some links to some of the podcasts she recommended. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, but yeah, that was kind of what happened in my week negatively. You know, I'm not even going to get negative this week. Oh, 
I feel like you do that often. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just had the kind campaign girls in, so yeah. we can't really be negative. <laughs> no, no. I think your your high should be that you're not going to bully me anymore. You just okay. you made the pledge. <laughs> Public apology. Someone take away her mic. <laughs> um, all right. Well, super excited about today's guest. Already said that like 15 times. Let's just get into it. Yep. Let's go. Woo. Caitlin Carter-Jenner is an American television personality, entrepreneur, and beauty style icon. She graduated from the University of New Hampshire in 2010 with a bachelor's degree in English. From there, after a stint in finance, she went on to found her personal blog, Caitlin Carter. No, it's Hey Miss Carter. And the e-commerce site, Foray. It's Natalie's fault. Up next, (laughs) Caitlin will star alongside husband Brody Jenner and MTV's highly anticipated reboot of The Hills, New Beginnings. Welcome, Caitlin. Thank you. I sound so cool when <laughs> I you know. say it all like that. <laughs> awesome. Sorry for butchering that. Um, don't know who wrote this intro. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, but your, your radio voice is good so far. You like it? I like it. So I'm in an awful mood right now. I told Caitlin and Cole that, but... I'm just going to get out We're of We're going to perk you so up. We're so excited this for is this fun. podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin said we only have 25 listeners, and that's not true. How rude. <laughs> well, I'm not, you know, I'm not familiar with the podcast world. This is my first podcast that I've ever been on and Weren't you on potentially listened to. Oh, yeah. Well, Brody's podcast was a fake podcast for TV. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about sex with Brody, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, they just staged like they were making a podcast in order to shoot the TV show. They didn't actually tape a podcast and air it. I don't think. Interesting. They did. Wow. Okay, our first question we always ask, what was your first Instagram post? I'm pretty sure that it is Steven Tyler on stage at the TD Garden. Am I right? No. Or is it the Garden? Yes. It's the Garden. Okay, I knew it was one of the two. It looks like it's your mom. Yeah, I think so it's your mom. And she's I walking through mom. a garden. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a garden in Peterborough, where I grew up. Peterborough. Peterborough. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Peterborough. <laughs> in New Hampshire. So you grew up in New Hampshire. What was that like? Yes. Um, very different from L.A. There's not a whole lot going... I mean, the population of the town that I grew up in is only 5,000 people. No. Yes. That's like people's high schools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My high school, I think, had 1,200 people and it was from it was a regional high school so there were people from probably 10 different towns that went there um and I don't know I mean I didn't really realize how small a town it was when I grew up there going back I'm like how do people live here Mm -hmm. it's so beautiful but there's just not a whole lot going on um but I don't know I think it was nice like it was so safe growing up there that's one thing that now that I live in Malibu and I'm on the PCH I really miss the 25 mile per hour speed limits and like Mm -hmm. no traffic and you know, no, there were hardly any bad accidents. So it was nice growing up in a place where you didn't have to worry about that stuff. I find it interesting that you stayed for college there. Like, I feel like you would have been the type to like leave. Go somewhere. yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to leave. And I actually looked at schools in DC. I looked at American and I looked at George Washington university and, um, I looked at a few other schools. I looked out in California, um, but 
my dad, and I actually had refused to look at University of New Hampshire because I said, I'm, there's no way I'm staying here. But then when we toured American in D.C., my dad told me that the campus at UNH was so similar. And he's like, will you just go look at it? Because we would save so much money if you mm-hmm. went there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went and I toured UNH and it, it was awesome. And it was so fu- it was about an hour and a half from where I grew up and it was on the seacoast. So it was like really a different scene altogether. Yeah. And yeah, so I just decided that, and I had a scholarship to go there too. Really? For wow. what? Mm-hmm. Just academic scholarship. She's smart. Smarty. Smart like, cause you had good grades in high school. <laughs> Why are you guys so shocked? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, have that. Yeah. <laughs> like barely yeah. made it well, to college. Well, you know, my, my parents always, like their thing, they were not that strict with us, but their, their one requirement was that we do well in school. They were like, you hmm. can do whatever as long as you're, doing well in school. So it was really important that I got good grades. So I did. Were you a party girl in high school? Yeah. Oh, I could so see that. Uh Like cool girl, party Uh girl. Well, I wasn't that cool, but I just, but I liked to go out. I was very social. Yeah. Like I totally used to sneak out of my parents' house (gasps) and I would, (laughs) I would crack open the garage door like three feet and crawl under and then run down my, we had a really long driveway because my parents basically lived on a farm. So I would run down the driveway and have my boyfriend or friends, whoever it was, picking me up, meet me at the bottom of the driveway and I would jump in the car be like 10 o'clock at night and I'd come home at two or something. That's amazing. I feel like your mom actually wouldn't care though. She'd probably be there at the party with you. They didn't care by the time. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Now she would. No, I mean, they were, they were pretty chill. I think this must've been during a time that I was dating someone they didn't want me to date. I don't know. You know, there, I don't know what the reason was that I was sneaking out. Cause I know by my senior year, they, they really were just like, go do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Just be safe. So what finally brought you to Los Angeles? Uh, well, so right after college, I was working in finance and I was doing that. I ended up doing that for almost five years, but during that time I met a guy and he lived in LA and I started dating him and that lasted for about two years, but I would spend a lot of time. Who was this guy? We're not going to (laughs) say. Fine. It's juicy. We're not going to (laughs) say. Hope you guys get that you out guys of you. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll ever talk about that in yeah. an interview just because, you know, it's in yeah. the past. Yeah. Um, but I, so I spent about two years coming back and forth between the East Coast and West Coast on the weekends and, uh, and I loved LA. Mm-hmm. I was always so sad to leave and I just felt like this is where I was meant to be. So then when I was, I kind of just got over my job in finance eventually. What were you doing like in finance? What does that mean? I was the executive assistant to the CEO of an asset management company. And it was and a I really big And I feel like you always company. talk about this guy and your experience there and you've learned a lot. Like what were some of the things you learned? I mean, his management style was really intense. And I don't know, for better or worse, I feel like I picked up some of those qualities because mm. sometimes, I don't know, he just didn't have a lot of patience uh, for anything less than a hundred percent, you know, and I, and I think I'm the same. You are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah. So, and I don't know, maybe, I don't know if I picked that up from him, if I was always that way, but that's, we had that in common anywhere we do now. Um, and I don't know, I just really admired him. He was somebody who worked his ass off and did a really good job for the company that we were working for. Mm-hmm. So, and we still stay in touch and I actually just visited his family. He's got a new baby mm-hmm. and I visited his family when I was in Florida recently. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. He's like a mentor to me. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, 
But yeah, so I worked in that job for a while and then I just kind of decided it was time to move on to new things. And I met Brody How'd you guys uh, around meet? that time at a Halloween party. And we're talking about Brody Jenner. Brody yes. Jenner, yes. Caitlin Carter Jenner. The Brody Jenner. <laughs> so you met at a Halloween party. We did. Yeah. I was dressed as a unicorn and he was dressed <laughs> <laughs> and he was dressed as a day of the dead skeleton, you know, like he uh-huh. had a poncho and a hat and there was a sombrero and um, and we both got to the party relatively early. So I guess his mom was there. So she's the one who Aww. tells me this story that he saw me as soon as they walked in and was like, who's that unicorn over there? And he made his way over. <laughs> <Who's that unicorn? laughs> I love that. And yeah, so that's how we met. Um, Brody's really shy. You wouldn't think he would be because he's so good looking and he's really charismatic. Mm-hmm. But when he's first meeting people, he's pretty... Reserve. I don't know if it's if it's in a flirty way, you know, like he's pretty reserved. He doesn't really mm-hmm. put himself out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, he, we had a mutual friend that I was talking to, and he just came over and started talking to that friend. And I met him in that moment, but then I wandered off and was going to talk to some other people, and I realized that he was behind me. And then, like, it kind of <laughs> seemed like everywhere that I went, he ended up right there. And I finally put it together. I was like, I think he's trying to talk to me. And we had met six months before at Coachella. But he didn't briefly. know that, right? He didn't or, know it. So yeah. I reminded him, I was like, you know, we, we actually stayed at the same house, which was kind of crazy. We stayed in rooms right next to each other. So I said to him, oh, you know, we were at the same Coachella house. And he's like, oh my God, I totally didn't realize that. And so, and that was how we actually started finally talking. And then the rest is history. And now you're married. Now we're married. For a year now. Uh-huh. That's so crazy. Yeah. We've been together for almost six years. I know. I can't believe how fast it's flown by. That's and wild. so much has happened. Like he's got his band up and running now, which took yeah, I saw a year, that. which is really exciting. And so, did you move because your things were getting more serious with him? Um, I not really. Um, we had really just started dating. I moved because I had wanted to be in LA for a long time, and I mean, it definitely helped that I met him because I thought, oh, like, you know, I'm interested no, in this so guy. More, but it wasn't yeah. based on him being out yeah. here. In fact, I told him that before I moved because I didn't want to freak him out. I was like, I just want you to know I was already going to move to L.A. And <laughs> I'm just, this you. has nothing yeah. to do with you. And he got offended. <laughs> oh he was God. like, could you just stop saying that? Like, why, are you, why do you keep saying that this has nothing to do with me? <laughs> and now that I know him better, I, I totally get it. Like, Because he doesn't just, you know date somebody to date mm-hmm. like he wouldn't be showing that interest he's like real he's not like a games guy yeah. you know he wasn't yeah. he wasn't looking for me to like play it cool or anything like that it was like he wanted to date me and yeah you know mm-hmm. so so did you have a job when you moved out here or what were you no I didn't but I had I you know my I had made a good amount of money in my job before that and saved up a lot and um so I knew I had enough cushion to spend some time out here figuring out what I wanted to do and I started my blog uh, it used to be called Mimi Moonkiss. I didn't even know that. What? I know. This <laughs> no, was, actually, you did tell me that. Well, yeah, this was when I was in college. Okay. <laughs> so She's I really was. Blogger. I really was. I really am like an OG blogger because yes. I had a Blogspot blog from when I was twenty years old. So ten years wow. ago. It's, it's pretty, yeah, pretty mm-hmm. OG. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just started it because I studied abroad in Italy and my family wanted to know what I was doing all the time. And so I would like post my photos and just it was kind of more of a diary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah, when I moved to LA, Instagram had just come on the scene pretty much, yeah. like maybe the year in a before. Big way. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I was trying to figure out what to do and I kind of wanted to get back into writing. So I think Brody might have even suggested that I get my blog back up and running hmm. and take a it. And man. Yeah. <laughs> and at that time, you were growing this like really big social following. Mm-hmm. Well, because I was dating Brody. Mm-hmm. And I people got, are interested in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who is this girl? Yeah, I think so. Um, so I just really, my following grew really quickly re- right off the bat. Because he was still, he wasn't that far off the hills. Like, I think it had been maybe four years Mm -hmm. since the hills ended. So there was, he still had a lot of, you know, attention and following. Um, So I got my initial following basically because of that. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then, well, I met you, Allie. Yeah. Pretty early, like right at the beginning. How did you guys meet? Well, she just emailed me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Kirsten was like, because I think we were like trying to send you like Vic's bikinis or something like Uh that. And Kirsten was like, I think we sent her bikinis and like no one's helping her with her blog. You should email her. Yeah. I mean, well, you you guys hadn't really started your, or you were just getting your agency started. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. It was like, you were just getting going. Yeah. So we had the brand side of the business, but the talent side was just starting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 The talent side. Yeah. And I remember, I think the first deal that I did was like, remember those, the sunglass band that had the jewelry? Oh my God, (laughs) yes. Wait, wasn't Lauren that introduced us to each other? Because didn't Lauren do your blog? Uh, Now that I think about it, I'm like, wait, how did this happen? Yeah. Well, Lauren did. Because Blogdo did your blog. Yeah, you're right. And then I feel like I might have asked her, like, did you, I don't know. Yeah, Blogdo did my blog twice, didn't they? Yeah. Because they did it when it was the Western Wild, and then they did it when I changed it. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's what happened. Yeah. But yeah. So then that was the start of... So that, that was like, okay, I have the social following, let's monetize it. And then it like, it started small, and then it was like you were doing deals with like Billabong and going to Hawaii mm-hmm. and doing like all this crazy stuff, and it really has become like a huge piece of your income. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely learned a lot, because initially, and I think this was the case for a lot of people starting out, it was like, I was just so excited to make money doing it that I would do anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we did, we definitely did one of those teas, Remember, it was like the skinny tea or something. It was yeah. booty. Oh, I remember. <laughs> we did a tea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, this was so early yeah, on. Yeah, no, we I mean, were like, we, we don't know. This nobody is great. knew. Yeah, yeah, we thought it was great. It's and like we the were, wild, wild west. And the literally. best thing about growing was having the option to say no to a lot of things. Yeah. And I feel like there really is, you know, people say that all the time, there's power in saying no. And I definitely, I always say that. Yeah, that's totally true because I feel like I've always had bigger and better deals come when I've said no to things that yeah, just don't yeah, feel I like agree. the right option. I mean, just last week you did a campaign with DG yeah. Beauty, which mm-hmm. is Dolce & Gabbana yeah. Beauty. So it's Yeah, so I cool. love them. I think you're very smart about like what you want to do, what you want to put your face on, mm-hmm. and I think that's opened the doors to mm-hmm. you know special projects. I think the best thing is just also, like I used to try to figure out how I could make products relevant to me so that I could do a a campaign Mm -hmm. where now when I get an offer I'll immediately be like well it has to be organic or a clean beauty line or it has to Mm -hmm. you know like I have different requirements before I'll even you know it just has Mm -hmm. to be the right alignment right off the bat I'm not like trying to fit the brand anymore yeah yeah 
You definitely so. do it. Like, I'll bring a brand to you, and you'll be like, no, I don't like that brand or yeah, whatever. I'm yeah. like, well, let's just see how much money they have, and then I'll circle <laughs> back to you. The tension. <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, I just at this stage, I want, it's important to me to be really authentic. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I try to focus on. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we, I think also because I have other projects, like I have 4A. Yeah. So I have a little bit more room to Tell us about thinking. 4A. What is that? Uh, 4A is the, well, it's very multifaceted, <laughs> you know, over the year, it, the, our initial intention was for it to be uh, a fashion marketplace online where, um, we curated content that, or we had influencers curate content and then we sold those products on the site. And then, you know, over time it evolved into at one point kind of a brand agency, like we were Mm -hmm. doing campaigns for brands and we were actually hosting an event for a brand at the end of this month, you know? So that's been a really lucrative branch. Yeah. Yeah. Experiences, taking influencers on trips, but I'm, but I guess the core is our e-com platform. So people can go in there and shop for brands that, you know, we try to curate the brands so that they're not the same brands that you're seeing Mm -hmm. everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, we've been doing that now for over four years. And what made you want to get into that? And like, how did you get that up and running? Well, Tiana, who's my partner in 4A, she and I studied abroad in Italy together. And when I moved out to LA, she was spending a lot of time out here as well. And she had just, she was fresh out of uh, business school. She had started one app um, that was designed to god it's been so many years now i just want to make sure i get the explanation boutique right boutique. yeah she was on the yes. podcast so we oh okay got this yeah story. so she yeah. had boutique yeah that's the name i was trying to remember so you kind of so you know how yeah. boutique worked like she would yeah. take leftover clothing from boutiques like what, whatever they hadn't sold in their sales and she would sell it through this app so people could get these clothes mm-hmm. for really cheap but there were some holes in that app and it didn't exactly go the way she wanted it like she didn't couldn't control any of the inventory yeah. and um so she was looking for something new to do and she came to me and like I had my Instagram up and going and she was like, what, like, what is this influencer space? You know, where do you think yeah. this is going to go? What can mm-hmm. we do with it? And so we just came up with the idea. You know, we, we kind of, like I said, it started as one totally different thing and then evolved, evolved. a lot over yeah. time, mm-hmm. but we just knew we wanted to uh, do something bigger in the influencer space and find something, find a hole that wasn't already being filled. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And that's how 4A got started. Yeah. And what's your role in the company? Like, what do you, what do you do? I've always really been, my biggest thing has always been creative and, yeah. uh, and also in our relationship building, mm-hmm. you know, that's the one so, thing about you. I feel like you know literally everyone, everyone. and you like are somehow. Do you think so? Yeah, yes. you're somehow able to like maintain that. the relationships. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah, well, in a good. genuine way <laughs> that doesn't feel like you're always asking for something. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I I try really hard not to ask people for things unless mm-hmm. I really need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's funny because I sometimes I think maybe I should ask more because. I have a lot of people ask me for things and I have no problem doing any of them. Yeah. 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 And then I think, oh, that's probably how they would feel if I asked them. But I don't know. I, I just, I've also had the opposite experience where I feel like people have only had a relationship with me because they want me Mm -hmm. to like post about their new clothing line or their Mm -hmm. collab. And then I like never hear from them again. So I guess it just kind of depends. Like I just always authenticity pretty much in every aspect of my life is really important. And that's, that is so true about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks. And you've I, gone I, through I all like the LA scene and I still feel like you're just like this real farm girl. You know what I mean? 
Farm girl chic. (laughs) You could so easily be like this little brat and you're not. Okay. You know, you know what you want and you're confident, (laughs) but you're like not sucked up in the bullshit no. is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Well, like you thanks. still yeah. have like your no, good heart I, and your good head on mm-hmm, your shoulders. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah. I, and actually I probably really am a farm girl at heart because all I really want is like my horses and my goats and my chicken. Yeah. I'm trying to put a chicken coop in right now, actually. Oh, you should totally do That's that. Fine. I know. I don't even know why we don't have one already. Yeah. Have like a lot two of two to three chickens. Yeah. Well, the issue is coyotes. Oh. Um, but, but Linda just had this really, Brody's mom just had this amazing coop built at her house that like, it's, you know, they poured a cement slab under it and then everything is, is built into that. So there's no way the coyotes can dig under or anything. So I think we have a plan. See folks, real farm girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, saw this I also want to rescue a couple of burrows. What's a burrow? <laughs> like a donkey? A donkey. Yeah, they're I like these little... I spit out my drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been thinking about this so much. Right. And I, I try to pitch it to everybody who has any kind of land who like has farm uh-huh. because they're really good about protecting other animals from predators. Like they're real, they scare off coyotes and other predators. I don't know. They're just good at, good at that. You and they're so huge. Rottweilers. Right, tank and radar that would <laughs> like know. kill a coyote. But the coyotes are not afraid of them at all. Oh, that's scary. They come right up to our gate and like taunt them. They try to get them to sneak out. Oh that even Brody's brother's dog, he had to fight off a bunch of coyotes from him. And that's a, her, his dog's pretty big. That's scary. And they, they just, cause they come in a pack. This is so it's like hyenas. No, I do know no, they this, do. actually. Yeah. They come in a pack, and, uh-huh. like, sometimes the pack will hide in the bushes, and they'll send a female out to, she's like, taunt, yeah. like, lure the dog out. So it looks like she's just one little female. Like, she just wants to play, and yeah. she's, you know. And when they get that dog isolated, they all come out, and then they attack the dog. It's really scary. Yeah. They're evil little creatures. <laughs> <laughs> this has gone in, like, a weird tangent. I know. <laughs> like, they kind of, like, yeah, wild like something new. Yeah, yeah, you got it. And yeah, and the thing, okay, what my one more thing that I'll say about this, about the burrows, is that, you know, I'm super passionate about the um, wild horses that they're rounding up in mm-hmm. like all, all throughout the Midwest. Um, and they round up these burrows also. So it's the same thing. And they're so cute. And you can adopt them for like 200 bucks. Why don't you Bureau have a huge piece of land? I feel like you well, can because, have like 10 burrows. Because I travel so much right now. Mm. And I don't have somebody who's Allie there. Allie will take care of you for us. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just add that I mean, to the to-do list. <laughs> like, look, I mean, if I eventually, that's a goal. Like, I want to have somebody at the house. So if we are traveling, yeah. they can take care of them for us. And I would totally, because we do have the land. So it's it's going to happen one day. <laughs> that's what's next <laughs> And you can come over you. and play with them. next for you. <laughs> Burrows. Honestly, I, I know it burrows. sounds ridiculous, but literally one of my life goals is just to have horses. Yeah. Have no, a horse that doesn't property. sound yeah. ridiculous. So. I have a thing for it's animals cool. too, so I get yeah. that. Um, we ask this every episode. What is your viral moment? Like that it moment? And you might not have had it. It can be online, offline, just like a wow moment in your life. Hmm. Like a vi- like it felt viral to me or it actually it's was just like, viral? No, it felt viral to you. But yours <laughs> might actually be viral. I don't know. Viral. I feel like you guys would know better than I would. I, I don't. Okay, let me figure out what your viral moment was. <laughs> or maybe it hasn't happened I yet. think yours is to come. Yeah, with all the Hills mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Are you excited for the Hills? Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I am excited. I'm nervous, you know, like... I've never been on a TV show being on... You've been on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. 
Not really, though. I mean, I was like, I was on not camera, as a character, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I probably said "nice to meet you" or something mm-hmm. on it at one point, and that was it. Yeah, this is like cameras following us for hours on end when we're mic'd, and you know, you don't remember a lot of the things that you say. It's like three months of filming, so I know generally what you know, it happens on the show, but I really have no idea how they can do, you know, they can portray you, don't know you how in they're a lot of different ways. At all. Yeah. Not really. I mean, I yeah. haven't seen, I'll see the first episode next week. Oh my God. I would be Monday. so nervous. Yeah. I'd be done. Yeah. yeah. I'm really nervous. I actually don't want to watch it, but I have to. Yeah. But I, I mean, just because I don't think I can watch myself. I think the show will be good though. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think that they're doing a good job with, um, that was like my favorite Making show. It sexy. Oh yeah, yeah. It was such a good show. That's the thing. I almost wish because I was a huge fan of the show back in the day. I almost wish I could just enjoy the new one and like not be involved, just because I wish <laughs> just you know. watch it. Yeah, yeah just because then I think I would I would probably enjoy watching it more. I don't know. I'm shy. I don't really like watching myself on camera. You know how that is. Yeah. You don't really like watching yourself or like hearing your voice or anything. Yeah. You do? Allie loves it. She yeah. loves it. I love my voice. voice. <laughs> Have you not seen her Which voice? Story? Which voice? Your radio voice or, or my Instagram voice. voice? Or my real voice? They're all well, good. Allie should have a show though because you're really funny. Oh my. Thank you. Well, why, didn't, why didn't you and Becca do not I don't know the dude thing? maybe Tanya's great no not the not the uh. <laughs> Caitlin like infamously hates Randy and Klein uh, it just gives ego. me the chills every time I she see she said it makes her feel like she's in a house that's being flooded with water didn't yeah because I'm scared that? of flooding and it gives me the same is that the darkest <laughs> I was like <laughs> Me dressing well, up as a guy on it just gives, me, gives you that It feeling. just gives me the same feeling. It's uncomfortable, but it's really it's, funny. The issue is the facial hair because it just yeah. is like it's too just real. just like or, I don't an know. eyeliner. I don't know why it bothers me so much, but that Snapchat filter <laughs> that turned everyone into guys did the same thing to me. Oh, yeah, right. I didn't yeah. love that either. Oh, yeah. I was dying for But that. I love Randy and Klein. Thank you. Yeah. Well, they're funny. That's, I'll give them that. <laughs> but I do think you, I don't know. I, I haven't heard Becca and Tanya's podcast, even though I'm sure it's hilarious because they're mm-hmm. really funny. Cole But I feel like you every day is a really good. Well, every week. Yeah. I feel like you uh, would have been good on that podcast with her too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. You guys should the banter. Thanks, Kate. It said she stuck with me. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> you guys have this you podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we could have more than one. Yeah, this true. one's good too. This one's also very business centric. Right, hers it's, is like about like reality TV and yeah. like love. And she talks life about like Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, which I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah. I um, do love Grey's Anatomy. Okay, but I haven't watched the, it in a while. On the flip, just cut you off. Um, <laughs> what is your unfollow me moment? Like a moment you wish you could do over. You're like these are so hard. These questions. I know we really get uh, down and dirty. getting authentic. Well. I've had a lot of unfollow me moments. Same. I mean, I, I'm generally happy with my story. I'm so glad they introduced in, uh, stories to Instagram because there's so many things like that I've put on there that are like great for 24 hours, but I don't want to see them all the time, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, that has saved me a lot recently, I feel like, but, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's outfits that I've worn like years ago that I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? I feel like your style's yeah. always like. No, on it really point. has not. No, really, <laughs> it's not been. You don't want to see the things I've 
am wearing and Ooh, his story. You know, you just go through Google Images. It's not the not on point always. You were a little more sure. like I don't know how to explain it. Like I feel like you're more you cover up more. And you were uh, yeah. more like really tan, little, little like yeah. tight dresses. I know. I was kind of like a Barbie doll back yeah, then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I definitely was. That's true. Brody's probably like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Like, hmm. Um, no, yeah, I'd, I think I'm probably more conservative. I don't know. That's just what feels right to me now. It's not really for any specific reason. That's just kind of how I naturally changed. But I, I think the biggest thing is that because... I didn't use, I used to work in finance. I didn't pay any attention to fashion. And then when I started working in this industry, I was like attending fashion shows and actually analyzing everything that everyone was wearing and, you know, keeping track of street style and watching bloggers. And you, I mean, it's like studying anything, you know, you, you get better. So I'm not, I'm definitely not like by nature, super fashionable. I don't think, but really I've learned a lot. I don't think so. I think you are. (laughs) Did you see those white? pants I put on my stories last yeah. night. They're like cute. she DM'd me and was like, put them with sneakers and like a crop shirt. Yeah, it was really cute. And Becca Tobin was like, those are so cute. Yeah. Flattering. See? And some people are like, that looks like I still want to go outfit. over to your house after this. I still want to go to your house after this and try to style it and see if we can make it work. Oh god. Yeah, that, but, the, but, but like that's a perfect example. I mean, I went into Eero. And the salesperson was wearing trousers with sneakers and a crop top. And then I was like, oh, I have pants just like that. I should mm-hmm. do that. And then I went to Vegas two weekends ago and I wore those gray jeans. Like, did you see those, the flare jeans that I wore with the sneakers? You commented yeah, on it. The yeah. ones that John Hildebrand took. <laughs> like, you've, you've seen this. <laughs> the, one that John, the ones that John Hildebrand took. At, at oh, Mission. and then you like, you didn't tag me. Yeah. yeah I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I know. He made me feel really bad about that. Um, but, but I, that was me like seeing a look like that and then copying, yeah. you know, I wouldn't have necessarily thought of doing that myself. But, yeah. So that's, I learned this example. trick from watching one of Jen Atkins YouTube videos. She goes through Instagram and saves outfits in like a collection yeah. mm-hmm. and then she like opens it up and like opens her closet and then like picks a look and tries to like copy that. That's so really I started smart. doing that now. Yeah, That's I where this do, I do beautiful that. get up came from. <laughs> what are you wearing? I haven't even seen pajamas. Black crop. <laughs> a black crop with the infamous cheetah midi silk skirt. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen. I didn't see the skirt because you're sitting at a table. And my hair's wet, and I no makeup on, <laughs> and I have hormonal zits occurring. Um, yeah, I do that with hair and makeup looks though. So I'll save hair and makeup looks to mm-hmm. to my Instagram, and then whenever I'm doing different looks for events, I just pull that up and go through and That's sort of smart same, too. same kind of thing. Okay, I have a question. Where do you think like this whole influencer world is going? Like, what's going to happen? I think that I mean, I, well, first of all, I think it's it's been apparent that for consumers, you know, it's really obvious when when uh, influencers are doing brand campaigns are just promoting product now. So I think that that's going to sort of, it's going to have to evolve in a way that remains captivating to the consumer. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I just don't think that there's going to be for a long time, there was like a rush of new influencers joining the scene. I just think that's going to be really hard for people now. Mm-hmm. And that the probably the, the original biggest influencers will will remain that. And, you know, I mean, they're all doing great things like starting clothing brands and, um, 
makeup lines and all of that kind of thing. And, but I, I don't know. I just think that it's going to be harder and harder for people to become mm-hmm. an influencer. And who's like your favorite influencer to follow? Like mm, traditional. It depends. Well, I have a few favorites, but, um, you know, I love Shay Marie, her style. Mm. She's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really good style. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Like every single thing that she wears, I would wear. And her photos are really Every cool. single thing. Yeah. And she does a great job with the creative direction. Um, I love Jenny Bernheim, Margot and me, mm-hmm. just the way that she tells a story and like her photos are so romantic and very editorial. Sh- yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, Helps when your husband's like an incredible photographer like that. Creator. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Fred, he's very talented as well. I know they're a good team, mm-hmm. which I think is super beneficial like a lot I mean it's it's really hard for me because Brody's not into that at all mm-hmm. and a lot of he these girls is, have though I love his stories and he pretends well, he's, he's a into making, he's into making his own content he's just not into making mine like okay I blogged this I blogged this yeah I know it's pretty funny because he doesn't he's not so familiar with the space that he can come up with his own ideas for that like he'll He'll be like, uh, babe, uh, should I, he'll say something. I'm like, that's not something a blogger would say. It's just something he would say. I'm like, if you want it to be funny because you're trying to pretend to be a blogger, you have to do it like how a blogger would do it. So I'll give him an an example, you know, like if if it's a skincare, did you see his, his, how he takes care of his skin No, when he was like, sometimes in the shower, I use, I'll just use some face wash and, and, uh, sometimes I just use shower scrub or like, like just shower gel. It doesn't really matter. And then he's like, and then I used this, and it was like Cetaphil lotion, and that was his whole yeah. skincare routine. And he goes, and it, you can get it at the pharmacy, so it's really awesome. <laughs> like he wants to be doing that. That was his skincare routine. Uh, yeah, it was He should cute. make that like a thing, like an IGTV series. Yeah, or like yeah. Something. I know. He should. I think he wants to, but then he has ADD, and he gets distracted, and yeah. like, forgets to do it for days. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's, like I said earlier, he's been working on his music so much. He's just in the studio all the time. Yeah. And you have a studio at your house, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we just redid the studio. So it's, it's actually really nice now, but the only drawback to that is that everyone wants to come there all the time. So it's like his whole group of guys is there almost every day out in the studio. Yeah. I mean, they're really committed to their project, which is cool. But how is it doing? It's doing really well. Um, you know, when they were making their music video, they funded it themselves. And literally, an agent from UTA came to their music video shoot. And as soon as he heard the song and saw the reaction of the people who were there filming the video, he was like, I want to sign you guys. Wow. And he's one of the best, like for that uh, genre of music, he's one of the best like agents EDM? you could possibly. It's it's Yeah, it's yeah. a type of it's electronic so cool. music. They're kind of making their own Type. It's like a. And you're it's a like electronic on rock and roll. No, uh, I'm not. <laughs> you are. It's like what yeah. a young girl do. Yes, I taught. I spoke on one of the tracks. But that's actually say? that's actually for a different project they're doing. Oh, I know. It's not Oz because Oz is like the project. Oh, that's how you say Oz. Yeah, H C Oz. I know. It's a little I was like, like Oz. Yeah. Well, I, was just, I was thinking A H C, not. Yeah. Um, you were yeah. saying Huzz. 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 Like you were trying to put the H in there? Yeah. Um, yeah, they it's H C Oz. I don't know. I'm, I don't cool. really know. I don't remember the backstory, but that's how you say it. I like it. Yeah, but it's doing well. Like their their music video comes out today. And the song was released last week and 
Um, their next big thing is to get start. They have a few other songs lined up and then they'll start doing festivals. Cool. So, so cool. Yeah. That's really, the plan. It's really exciting. Exciting. What about you? Like what's next for you other than the burrows? Uh, <laughs> the, well, the burrows are number other one priority. Other than fighting coyotes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, it's it's a rough life out there in Malibu. Oh gosh, so um, <laughs> no, I I have a, a new project I'm working on, um, a beauty tool, which cool. shall remain secret for the time being. But that's my next big thing. So I'm turning my focus to that, and I'm really excited about it because I am upset. There's like. The one thing that I could talk about all day, I think, is skincare. Mm-hmm. Like, I love studying all the different skincare brands mm-hmm. and learning about skincare and going to spas and talking with estheticians. Like, I just never get sick of it. Yeah. So I've wanted to move into this space in some way for a while, whether it was like opening a spa or, you know, creating a, a moisturizer. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I came up with a new idea and I'm excited about it. So that's what I'm focusing on next. That's really exciting. Yeah, what does that exciting. mean? Like, do you need to find funding? Do you need to like, what does mm-hmm. that like kind of look like for you? Yes, we will definitely be needing to fundraise mm-hmm. eventually. I'm trying to keep it um, kind of with him. Like right, right now, my dad actually just retired. He owned a company for 27 years and he just sold it mm. a few weeks ago. So it was perfect timing. Like he ran that company for 27 years. He did a great job with it. And so I just asked him if he would help with running the day-to-day of this new company. And so cool. So right now I'm just kind of keeping it in the family mm-hmm. and trying to do get as far as we can um, with just us. But eventually we'll for sure need to bring on mm-hmm. some partners and, um, you know, scale. Yeah. Um, and so. you've, like, had a successful track record of raising capital and yeah. being um, part of that you know, process. Yes. I, we have definitely done that. Like with 4A, we raised a lot of money. But I will say that Tiana was responsible for the majority of that. Um, that's her, that was really her expertise. You know, like mm-hmm. I ran the, the brand and what Foray was as a brand and I threw all of our events and that was, you know, my role was making the company look a certain way and bringing in all of our relationships and, and helping to grow it. But she was responsible for raising the capital. So this will be my first time actually going out and doing the meetings fully on my own, mm-hmm. you know, Full new challenge. Yeah. I'm really excited actually, you know, just starting something new is always exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can't wait. It'll be good. And especially something I'm so passionate about, like in an industry that I feel so passionate about. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. Should we go into fan questions? Mm-hmm. These are like rapid fire. So just like answer quick. Oh boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> are they don't multiple drag choice or what? <laughs> Dream brand collaboration. <laughs> um, I, God, sorry. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> don't think well, about this. What, <laughs> I, there's just so many brands that I love. I mean, in ter- for clothing, like I love Saint Laurent and like all the, mm, the big yeah. designers. Um, Beauty-wise, I love Glossier or Glossier. I don't even mm-hmm. know. What, everybody Glossier. says it different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Glossier. Um, I was really excited about the Dolce & Gabbana beauty campaign. So that yeah, one I feel like huge. was kind of a big, yeah, a big thing to check off. Um, I don't know. Amex would be cool. <laughs> She's like, I mean, <laughs> like that would be cool. Yeah. So you could do that for me. I think Amex does some really cool things. Also, I don't know if you saw Rocky just went to the Atlas Mountains and hiked with uh, Equinox. 
And oh. I was cool. I honestly just Rainy for me, went on that same trip. For me, it's less about for me, it's less about the brands, honestly, and more about the experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like what what it is that they want to do, and like mm-hmm. just having new experiences with brands. I like that. What is the best advice you have received? I think probably to say no to things, you know, and hard do what I yeah. And, and that doesn't just apply to brands that I work with, but also, you know, events or just things that I don't feel like doing, taking time to myself and being okay, like not worrying so much about if I'm going to upset people and, you know, just learning to say no and stick to what I feel like is what I want to do. I love that. That's good. Best tips for starting a business? Hmm. Well, I think that... I don't know. I mean, I, I think that you just, the most important thing is just to be really passionate about what you're doing. I think if you're passionate about it, I don't, that's not really a tip though, but it I is. think if you're passionate about what you're doing, you're going to have a lot more success. Um, so I would say find something that you really care about, that you're really passionate about. You're not just doing it to make money necessarily. Like you, you really want to get behind if it's a product or, you know, yeah, a, cause starting a, a business is hard and there's a lot of ups and a lot of deep Deep yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my god, I've had the most anxiety of my oh life my god, yeah. through foray, but also some of the best times. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, when you have those moments, you feel so good. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely. And you're right; you just got to stick it out through those. Yep. Um, what are your go-to beauty products? Um, I use. So I've been using the moisturizer I've been using for years is by my esthetician at Skin Worship. So I use Skin Worship's moisturizer. Um, I use Pharmacy Beauties, mm-hmm. that honey hydration mask yeah. that I have. Oh. I love that. It like warms it's up. It's all warm. Yeah. yeah, I love Pharmacy Beauties, that honey mask. Because I like any... I like any mask or product that like has a reaction. Like you can feel it working. It's like, Oh, this is actually working. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that it turns foamy Mm -hmm. and then it gets hot. Um, I just started using Biologique Recherche's uh, P50. Oh, Have the 1970? Or? Yeah, just yeah. The, there's just the regular, not the 1970. Because oh. I think the 1970 is stronger. It's like really intense, yeah. Yeah, I so I'm it. just using the regular one. But that stuff I love because, again, you can feel it You can it feel working. it. And it kind of smells like it's doing something. Yeah, <laughs> it smells like vinegar. It smells weird. <laughs> it's because their whole thing is that they don't, everything's natural. Like they don't add scent mm-hmm. fra- fragrances mm-hmm. or any dyes or anything like that. Um yeah, and, and I also love the zip. Am I going to get in trouble because you have... Oh, what? <laughs> I know. She's Sorry, saying this because we I love should... New Face and work yeah. with New Face, but yeah. Caitlin, Well, whatever. New Face is... I, I like New Face, too. It's not like I don't like New Face, but I just... Zip is... I don't know. Just for me, it's worked differently. Like, New Face has different prongs, and I don't know. It's just different. Yeah. But I, I really like the Fair zip. enough. You can <laughs> yeah. have your opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I know. It's like everything's mm-hmm. political on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm say anything I really I'm think. scared. <laughs> um, favorite item in your closet? These are such good questions, but I, I have so many answers. You know, I love my little Fendi bag that I have here because I, yeah. I literally take it everywhere. I feel like it goes with everything. I can dress it up or dress it down. Or, mm-hmm. um, but also, I I wear a lot of just basic redone crop t-shirts. That's like my go-to daily uniform. 
So I feel like... Do you wear their jeans? I do. Mm-hmm. Can't fit myself into those ones. Ugh. Really? Yeah, no. like I literally well, don't they're fit. they're not inclusive. <laughs> yeah, like I don't fit in them. But they're all different. Like I can... It, it's really hard to find jeans from them that fit because they're vintage and literally every pair is different. So I can order the same... Like they'll call it the same jeans, but one will fit me like a glove and then the next oh, okay. pair will fit me Maybe we didn't try hard enough, Cole. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's finding the right ones because mm-hmm. I've You only- made me want them, but then I'm like, I don't have the same body type as you. <laughs> so I was like, hmm. No, I think, I don't know. I think it's just getting the right. I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm not a brand yeah. rep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, tell us more. <laughs> um, well, that wraps it up. Okay. Where Thank can you, you follow you? you. <laughs> Where can you follow me? Yeah. On Instagram? What's your, What's handle? your handle? At Caitlin, K-A-I-T-L-Y-N-N. How did you get a single name? Did you do that? Did you give it to me? Well, I feel like that was a freak occurrence too because somebody, I saw one person who got it, had just their name. I forget who it was. Becca Tobin probably. Was it Becca Tobin? Yeah, she's at Becca. Was she the original one? And then I saw that and I was like, hmm, I wonder if my name's available. And like, I think Instagram had gone through and swiped a bunch of just Uh, first names from people. Yeah. So lucky me. I got it. Jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then your blog is? (laughs) It's just CaitlinCarter.com. Hey, Miss Carter, but it's CaitlinCarter.com. And then everyone's going to see you on the hills June 24th. June 24th. Cannot wait. I'm so excited. Wait. We need to have like a party yeah. for that. Yeah, we can totally have a little. Let's do it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I've, I've been wanting to set up a, um, a projector screen in our backyard at my house and like oh, set up quilts so and cushions fun. out in the you. backyard and do a moon, you know, under the yeah, stars kind of. We'll come. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thanks. You guys are invited. <laughs> awesome. Okay. That was so fun, Kate. It thank was. you. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.